This is Limit Up, the place where we explore markets, strategies, and trading psychology to take your trading to the next level. Hey, traders, this is Eddie Horn from Top Step Trader, and this is Limit Up. It's where we talk with traders, market participants, and trading psychologists to help you improve your trading. Now, today, I've got a good friend, John Hoagland, with us here, a longtime floor trader, one of our performance coaches here at Top Step Trader. I'd like to say, John, how are you? I'm good, Eddie. How are you? It's very nice. Honor to be here with you. It's always an honor just to be near you. It's good to have you here. And, uh, well... Let me just talk about some of these markets here. Coming into 2018, all right, they've been talking a lot about the volatility and uh, the craziness here with uh, with our markets. Now, we thought it'd be a good idea and a good time to do a special episode series where we talk about your cardinal rules of trading. Now, um, what are these cardinal rules of trading? Well, these cardinal rules of trading, um, I, I presented a couple of years ago when I was doing classes in the Squawk Radio Room, uh, just about on a daily basis. But these are rules that uh, floor traders, traders have been keeping on old dirty trading cards in their trading jackets for for many years um we've i've collected them from people that i've been learning from for for the years that i've been in the industry and uh they just kind of remind you of certain things that you that you really want to kind of keep in the in the front of your mind anytime you're engaging in in trading i think that they're uh in large part very useful very poignant especially in these markets when the things get start getting a little bit volatile it's really important to to remember these rules now let me ask you something these cardinal rules were something that you collected when you were on the trading floor are these cardinal rules uh, viable to bring to electronic trading absolutely absolutely i think that uh, they may even may even be more important because we don't have anybody sitting around us to remind us, hey, you know, you 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 shouldn't do that, or you don't have any friends in the pit that are that are maybe kind of keeping an eye out for when you may become emotional or start making rash decisions or jumping at things or getting opinionated as far as the market direction or, or position is. So I think they're you know as as important, if not more important, now. All right, talking about lines of success, talking about these cardinal rules. Um, now, we're all human. You know, we've been in the business, I think, a combined 60 years. Something like that, yes. Something like that. Right. Now, I mean, there's been a lot of rules that has been, or they have been tattooed uh, in my trading mind, always remembering things and so forth. But like I mentioned, you know, we're humans, and uh, we tend to sort of uh, veer off the path. Um, but if you do remember these, these are some of the rules that will keep you on path. Let me ask you before we get into these rules, uh, veering off a path and, uh, you do it, I do it. We all do it. Everybody has done it some more than others. Mm -hmm. What's a good way before we get into these cardinal rules of trading, uh, how to keep remembering these in your daily trades? Well, like the traders in the pit, like I do now, like I'm sure a lot of folks do, they have these rules written out in front of them, uh, maybe on the wall, on a piece of paper, uh, just to keep reminding themselves because, you know, when things do get dicey, when there is volatility, when you start to get emotional, that's really when you start to, to 
really put yourself at risk of getting away from from these rules that that you know you've established for yourself i've established some for myself everybody should have these rules and you know just having them handy to reread read over and over again i don't care if you've been doing this for for two weeks or 20 years it's that emotion it's that pressure that takes you out of all of the plans of everything that you've been trying to do. You know, every, we all say it all the time. Mike Tyson said it best. Everybody's got a plan till they get punched in the nose. Well, um, sometimes we fall into that uh, boat called self-sabotage. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one of the best things to do is to try to get out of that boat is to try to remember these cardinal rules. Like we're always, we're always falling off the trading wagon. And uh, best bet is asking yourself that question. How do I get back on? How do I get back on? So cardinal rules of trading, John, we're going to be doing a, a a series of these. How many total cardinal rules uh, do you have? I think there's about 16. Okay. All right. So we're going to break these down and hopefully help you, uh, our traders, our listeners here, uh, to get through some of these rules and to apply them to your daily trades. Now, John, what's the what's the first one on the list? Well, the first of six that we're going to go over today is... Prices do not have to do anything. All right. Prices do not have to do anything. Please explain that. Okay. Standing in the pit next to somebody who has a, a big position on, and he is telling himself over and over again, this market just has to go lower. It has to go lower. It has to go lower. It has to go lower. Well, um, standing next to enough of those guys watching the market continue to go against them and, and, and uh, you know, hurt them seriously financially. This was probably number the, the number one rule that, that ended up on my card. Prices don't have to do anything. They don't have to go higher. They don't have to go lower. They don't even have to go anywhere, which isn't very likely in these markets these days. As we know, they've been very volatile and whippy. But it doesn't mean that anything that you're reading in the market indicates that any particular outcome must occur. All right. Now, since we're all electronic traders and, uh, um, you know, watching the markets as they are today uh, and as they have been coming into 2018. Now, the question is, how can we apply these each and every day? Uh, with the, I like to call them the uh, the rodeos. I mean, these markets are, unless you get in at the proper time mm -hmm. and the right side, and you're not looking for a big profit, you're looking for something uh, that you can build on, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to be okay. But a lot of these swings uh, are stopping people out, putting uh, the wrong frame of mind for our traders, Um Markets are against me, and the, the worst thing about it is if you had a game plan, the market's going to rally, and uh, you get stopped out on a break, and all of a sudden that market takes off. Now we're talking about confidence and uh, trying to be positive about the day. Then that's what's it, that's what's going to take you off the path of concentration and focus. And uh, you, you know, the thing is, you might just sort of uh, do a little revenge trade like we do not recommend um it's probably one of the worst things you can do or just try to get that money back no no absolutely um you know that's that punch in the nose and it is uh 
it's so important to be thinking, you know, kind of ahead of the game. Uh, when I'm thinking, is, is price going to do this or is price going to do that? I have to set up um, a, a plan um, for whichever one seems to be working out. You know, if I'm if I'm coming into a, a trading day and I, I'm thinking, OK, well, if the market does this, what am I going to do? If the market does this, what am I going to do? I am not saying that the prices are going to do that. I'm setting up how I'm going to respond to them. Right. So it's not a matter of thinking. It's a matter of reacting. Yeah. Having everything planned out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we do that a lot in just our daily lives is, you know, hey, if uh, this happens, I, I need to do this. If this happens, I need to do that. So basically planning out your day on your game plan uh, for just reacting and not thinking, uh, that's probably the best way to trade yeah. electronic. And understanding that prices don't have to do anything. They may do something that completely disorients you. All right. And be ready for that because it happens a lot. All right. One thing I just want to, but share with everybody hey, if you're, you're trading if you are a trader trading these markets expect the unexpected that's that, that'll keep that'll keep your head above water absolutely so prices do not have anything to do number one what's number two john uh rule number two is see rule number one prices do not have to do anything all right so what you're doing is you're emphasizing um that prices the markets don't have to do anything and i don't know you mentioned before about uh you know the the big position trader next to you saying come on these markets got to break they got to break they got to break they got to mm -hmm. break i've been caught in that vacuum mm -hmm. uh you know also yeah. and it, just getting hurt getting hurt getting hurt uh until the till the point where you're like all right you know what i gotta get out but the smart trader would be getting out of that trade a lot sooner oh sure yeah i mean if you have that bias if you are so sure that the market is going to go one particular direction that's when you start moving your stop that's when you start expanding your risk that's when you start succumbing to those feelings of of even venom or sabotage like you know this is this i'm, I'm just going to blow this up because you know I, i'm not happy with myself or happy with the market or whatever it is so you know, understanding that markets prices don't have to do anything and rule number two is see rule number one, always protect yourself. Always, always, always manage risk. Okay. Let's move on to number three. Learn to function in a tense, unstructured, and unpredictable environment. John, explain that one. Well, all I have, all I have to do is say, let's look at the S&Ps or the equities last week. Un, un, unstructured, unpredictable, very tense. How are you going to be able to respond in that when you when you're just basically responding emotionally? Right. Well, you know that's why I mentioned the term rodeo. It's like you know you just get on, hold on, yeah, uh, best you can. Yeah, if you can hold on for eight seconds, you win. That's usually sometimes right, that's right. the case. Yeah. So you know these markets are they're they're ambiguous. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Uh, in any in any you know stretch of the of the of the means, um, it's all probabilities. So your structure is how you're going to find these probabilities, where you're looking for trades that are close to possibly points of failure, and you're going to probably have to change a little bit of how you respond to those situations because you know those are high 
high anxiety situations when the market is near a a, a very important inflection point it's going to be you know sometimes tough to, to pull the trigger on that um right. you know it, you're going to have to learn to how to deal with that and stay into stay using intuition and not impulse okay that tense unstructured unpredictable unpredictable environment is going to create emotion and if you are just blatantly responding to the emotion if you're anything like me eddie you're going to be responding the opposite way that you probably should your emotions tell you hey it may be time to do something but not necessarily giving you the right direction so you may need to function in a way opposite to it to what your emotions are telling you let me break this down learn to function in a tense unstructured and unpredictable environment what's a good way to learn to function uh a good way to prep yourself a good way uh to get yourself ready for the unpredictability uh the unstructured moves um well that kind of brings us to one of our next uh points the journal keeping a log of your trades and keeping a journal of how you respond in those types of situations in a winning trade in a losing trade getting into a a trade getting out of a trade if you can keep a a very simple one word journal through through all those trades you're going to get a better understanding of how you're going to need to learn to function in that tense unstructured and unpredictable environment i I think that's what scares a lot of people regarding trading is that uh, markets can be very intense markets can make you very stressful markets can make you do things that you usually would not be doing and i think that's where a lot of us uh, catch the red and uh, we do see failure but on top of that a lot of us do learn from this you mm-hmm. know like they say once bitten twice shy i think that saying has to go very far here in trading because we've all experienced uh, one or another uh, one of the downfalls in trading it's just a matter of how bad we experienced it do we remember it what do we do to get out of it how do we fix it and you mentioned keep a journal it's yeah. a good way to uh, to go back and uh, see what you know, you did. Absolutely. And it's part, you know, there's practice and there's purposeful practice. If you're not keeping track of your thoughts, emotions, things that that are going on during your trades, you're missing a big part of the practice. Okay. We can all sit and stare at a, a screen for hours and hours and hours and hours and, and, you know, really kind of learn nothing. It's the time that we use during that, that we can really start to understand ourselves better therefore understand how we're going to respond in that unstructured tense unpredictable environment all right Uh, john for some of those that don't keep a journal what's a a good plan to start a journal keep a journal and utilize your journal okay your journal should be in my opinion purely um enough to put you back in that trade at the end of the day you don't need to to write down i bought it here i sold it here this was the this was the signal you can print that out of your platform you can print out a trade log if you're if you have 10 trades during the day getting into the trade during the trade 
uh, and getting out of the trade and even after the trade, start to take notes in single words or even hieroglyphs, changes in you mentally, physically, emotionally. If I'm in a trade and I notice my heart rate increasing, I just draw a heart. I don't have to write a book. All I have to do is write enough to put me back in that trade at the end of the day. And when I look at that trade, I say, this is trade number one. These is, this is what I was feeling. Okay, I remember this. I'll actually kind of feel my way through that trade for 10 or 15 minutes hmm. and, the, and then let it go. So I want to get myself in a comfort zone. I don't want to have myself in a fetal position in some corner somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, you know, if you're in a fetal position, you're not in a position to learn anything. Not at all. Not at all. All right. So that was number four. Keep a journal. Number five. Plan your trade. Trade your plan. John, please explain that. We've all heard this. If you're going to be successful, profitable, consistent in anything, you've got to have some sort of a, some sort of a plan, some sort of a structure that you're putting over the marketplace with which to take to take trades in good trade locations. If your plan is telling you this is a good spot to take a trade, you take the trade. You only take the trades that you have planned for, and you plan to take all of those trades. It's the only way. With If you don't do this consistently, you're never going to find out if your plan actually works. Now, now, John, you mentioned that too, and that's, that's something that I think we all need to take to heart and bring it to the table each day we trade. But sometimes you hear uh, traders saying, I couldn't pull the trigger. I couldn't pull the trigger. And my next question is, uh, was that part of your game plan? Or did you want to put that trade there? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but I, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't pull the trigger. Why do people do that? Hmm. Interesting. We were just talking about the journal and, um, you know, that, that, the idea for that journal isn't mine. It was given to me by a trading psychologist I worked with many years ago. And I fought him on it, but I finally did it. And I found out how important it really was. Um, when one of the patterns in me that it pointed out was the trades that had the highest probability for me were the ones that made me the most nervous. The ones that I thought were layups had a much lower probability of success. So when you say, you know, I've got this this trade, it's part of my plan, but I couldn't pull the trigger, that's one of the things the journal can help you with is to say, if this is part of my plan and this trade's making me nervous and I've noticed that this pattern in myself tells me the more nervous trades, the better the, 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 better the probability is, that's gonna, just gonna click with me and I'm gonna take that trade. I have to take the trades that make me nervous. The ones that I think are layups, I think, you know, there's there's something I'm missing here. Something's not right because right. it just looks too easy. Right. And, you know, a vast percentage of the time, it doesn't work. All right. Think of it like this. If you got a trade, you got a game plan, market is coming to your levels, and uh, you've thought this out already, so you're just going to take an action. Uh, it's, it's not pulling the triggers, almost like getting bingo and not yelling bingo. Huh. Huh. <laughs> What's happening here? No bingo? Well, I've got bingo, but I, I I think these people might get mad at me, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Something like that. Pull the right? trigger. Pull say the, it. Yeah. You know, put that well, trade in. And, you know, if you have a plan, you already have established a, a risk. You know what? Face the risk. You, you don't know. The trade may be a great trade. Right. Trust yourself. I mean, you, you got to look out for number one. You are number one. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you got to make sure that uh, you're doing everything right. And I mentioned this probably in a lot of the podcasts, a lot of my broadcast is, you know, do your homework. Don't shortchange it. Don't half-ass it. It needs to be uh, a complete structured direction. And, and, uh, and a passion. You got to have the passion. You got to have passion for it. I tell you, people wouldn't be listening right now if they didn't have passion. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. And uh, let's let's catch the last one. All right. Uh, number six, follow the signals, not the sense. Now, I, this is one of my favorite word plays that you put on there. Uh, break it down. Follow the signal, not the sense. What's this mean? Well, if you're chasing the dollars, if you're chasing the cents, you're not going to find them. No. Why do you say? I mean, the reason I'm trading is because I need the dollars. I need the cents. Mm-hmm. Is is wouldn't that be my number one objective? Yeah, and that's why everybody's here is to make money. But it's kind of uh, one of the many paradoxes in trading is if you're chasing the money, it's going to be very elusive. It's it's following the signals, following a process, getting yourself into a good trading mentality, and 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 a strategy that's going to that's going to help you. And a lot of folks I think have probably heard me that have that uh, that you know that have been in the squawk radio room all of you know all for, through the many years. One of the best traders I ever I ever knew was he started, you know, basically with nothing, started trading one lots, just basically scratching one lots. But within a few years, he was a really very successful trader and and I you know I said to him, you know, "Hey, how did you amass this amount of money so you're able to trade like that and he said you know what that's that's a flawed question and i said what you know what are you talking about you're here to make money he said yes when i came here my idea was to become a good trader it really didn't have anything to do with the money i knew that if i learned to make good trading decisions that the money would come and over time my trading decisions got better. My my strategy got better. I got better mentally and physically. Um, and instead of you know chasing the dollars, I learned how to make good trading decisions, asymmetric opportunities, looking for smaller risk and bigger rewards. The better I got at it, the more the money came. I view the money as a byproduct of being a good trader. So basically, for those looking for the pirate treasure. He wasn't looking for that, but he found the island that the treasure was on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in finding that island, eventually he got the he got the treasure. He got the treasure. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, John. Well, John, I'd like to uh, thank you very much for being with us. So great to having you back here again with the Cardinal Rules of Trading, uh, our first of a few series here. And uh, cool having you, man. Always a pleasure, Eddie. Traders, thanks for spending time with us. If you like this interview, check out our other conversations on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Also, it'd really help us out if you leave a rating or review. You can always provide us feedback at limitup at topsteptrader.com. John, take care, my friend. Thank you, Eddie. You have a great day, everybody out there. Trade well. We're looking forward to seeing you succeeding. Awesome. All right. Talk to everyone next time. Take care. Bye-bye.
Futures and Forex trading contains substantial risk and is not for every investor. An investor could potentially lose all or more than their initial investment. Risk capital is money that can be lost without jeopardizing one's financial security or lifestyle. Only risk capital should be used for trading, and only those with sufficient risk capital should consider trading. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results.